2: Thank you so much for hanging out with us. As always, we're super excited to have you here. We have a great show planned. Kicking things off with this uh, conversation about marriage in our community. Uh, One major retailer has just released a line of same-sex engagement rings for men. Um, My partner and I went shopping for engagement rings the last couple of years, got engaged over Christmas, and now we're tasked with all sorts of questions, problems, oh, yeah. uh, <clears throat> opportunities, uh, and everybody's asking us what our wedding's going to look like, and if it's going to look like traditional weddings, and we're like, yeah, sometimes we think maybe we want to do that, but then sometimes we like, do, do our own thing.
0: so funny, because I, ju- I was with my makeup artist yesterday, who's also one of my dearest friends, <clears throat> and I said, I think Lisa might propose this uh, this year, and he goes, well, what are you going to do? Like, we have to have you glam for your engagement, like, blah, blah, blah. And you'll be surprised. I don't know what kind of wedding I'm going to have. Obviously, you'll be there, but you might be the only one. I might be doing it low key. Yeah, we
2: don't know either. And and this conversation is really interesting because there are a lot of expectations placed on us, even though we've only been allowed to get married for six years now. Uh, but a lot Has of expe- only been six years. Yeah, 2015. Years? A lot of expectations to to do things the way that people have always seen them done. And I think sometimes, even as members of the community, uh, entering into a same sex marriage subconsciously we kind of just fall into the traps of the exact same patterns Uh, that have been done in traditional marriage for for generations. Uh, So we're going to have that conversation coming up in just a little bit, because I think it's a really interesting one. Also, why Loki just needs some help uh, planning my wedding, so I'm just going to use this (laughs) as an opportunity to kill two birds with one stone. Um, But right now, it is time for news on the beat though, Michaela. What do you have for us?
0: So members of the World Trade Organization have discussed a proposal to waive intellectual property rights for COVID-19 vaccines and treatments, a step many world leaders say is the best way to boost vaccine access for developing nations. Rich nations have bought up a lot of the global vaccine supply, leading to declining case numbers and a slow return to normalcy. The U.S. has now fully vaccinated 32% of its population, and experts say authorization of the Pfizer vaccine for young teens Will help get the country closer to herd immunity. Meanwhile, skyrocketing cases in Nepal are heightening fears that the country could soon face an outbreak on par with the crisis in India. I'll tell you, for our listeners, every morning, Aj looks up at the TV, devastated about all of the bodies being burned and the crisis, the crisis that is happening. In India, it's just so devastating. Yeah, this is
2: not one of those moments in history where rich nations like the United States or whomever need to be selfish and hold on to vaccines or try to sell them to make a buck. Uh, This is an opportunity to show that we're all in this together. Yeah. And every life matters, whether you're an American citizen or not, because it will affect us in the long run. If, if, if these nations like India, with a population of 1.3 billion people, keep going through the devastation they're going through, it will affect us. Yeah,
0: it absolutely will. All right, let's get into some weather. It's going to be a high of 66 in Baltimore, 52 in Buffalo, 64 in St. Louis, 84 in Sacramento, 100 degrees in India. It finally broke 100 degrees and 99 in Cathedral City, and give us a vibe of the day.
2: Before I do that, I'm going to give you an opportunity, an opportunity of a lifetime to head over to Las Vegas, your hometown, because let me tell you, Las Vegas is open for business, and Channel Q is giving you the chance to get down to business poolside with Tiesto. He's a DJ, by the way, and he's really, really talented. Uh, head over to channelq.com for your chance to win a trip to Vegas, including round-trip airfare for two and an epic two-night stay at the all-new Resorts World Las Vegas. Plus, we're going to throw in two VIP passes to get some Vegas sun poolside why not uh, and catch tiesto set at the all-new iu day club at resorts world las vegas uh, head over to we are for your chance to enter and win
1: love here's your it. vibe
2: of the day one day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guide get through it so somebody else can follow your trail
0: oh my god i love that vibe all right well coming up Tiffany has launched a new engagement line and it has us thinking, what is our wedding going to look like? Are we throwing out the traditional ways of marriage? We discuss coming up next.
2: Okay. So if this is not the epitome of exactly what we're talking about in this segment, five seconds ago, our producer, Justin, God love him. Married with a child, married to a woman. Sis, straight man says to me hey we're coming into this segment with the with the, with the wedding march yeah i'm like wait okay, okay cool got it but why do you know what i mean like why and I'm asking myself this a lot lately, as my partner and I are now planning our wedding. We've been engaged since Christmas. You and your partner are on the verge of getting engaged. I wait for that call every single day. Oh my God, me too. Um, Tiffany's just allowed, or just announced that they launched, announced they announced they launched male engagement ring line.
0: But as- also. Is that problematic because you went to Tiffany months ago. I was at
2: Tiffany about two years ago when we were looking at rings. And they had, so now that I look back, I did. I realized that they weren't engagement rings. They were probably wedding rings, but they were matching. Oh. There were two men's rings that sort of coordinated with, with each other. They had a cross, and one was the cutout of the cross, and the other was the actual cross. So when you put them, overlay them, they look like they match.
0: Such a live, love, laugh. I know, right? right? So <clears> that, <throat>
2: those are actually wedding bands, I believe. But they've now officially launched their engagement line for men but the point of bringing up that song is is what about tradition does it matter when you're when you're planning a wedding cuz we always we ask ourselves all the time like are we doing this because we want to or are we doing this Because this is what straight people have done for hundreds of years.
0: Well, you know, it's really interesting because forever I thought I was a very traditional girl. We even had a conversation when churches were allowing gay marriage. And I said, I think that I would like that. And even you were surprised. You were like, you would want that? Not me ever. And I was like, yeah, I went to Catholic school. I guess I always thought I was going to get married at Our Lady of Las Vegas where I got, like, my communion and all my things. And then... We've had to have this conversation a lot, too, because this is like, what do you want? And so yesterday I was with my makeup artist and I said, I honestly, I my wedding literally may only be you, my makeup artist, Chester, Lisa's mom and sister. And that's it. Like that might just be what it looks like. And then, of course, Lisa was like, you would hate that. You're not, I'm not giving you that kind of wedding. Yeah, I feel like you want a
2: whole bridal moment.
0: But I think I feel like that because I don't speak to any of my family. I don't have like my dad that will walk me down the aisle. My mother's not going to get me ready.
2: Yeah, well, what about that? The whole walking down the aisle. Because my partner and I keep coming back to this too. Initially, I've been to a handful of of same-sex weddings over the years. And they've all sort of done it differently. And... People always ask like who's the man in the relationship? Which is which is really, it's really It's
0: so problematic. They ask me and Lisa too. I yeah, hate that. It's super
2: frustrating. But also for years I've always been like, Well, it's me.
0: Well, we've always because, believed it.
2: Yes, because I've been. It's sort the same of conversation when they ask if
0: you're a top or a bottom. Yep. And we were like, That's actually problematic. That's
2: really absurd. I'm top. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) But but, but that's the thing, because when I came out, one of my mom, and God love her, she's a very different person than she was 20 years ago. Kathy Coon, you're
0: an angel. Love her, she's
2: incredible. I love you Um, so much,
0: Kathy. Just take this moment for Kathy one second. I love you, Kathy Coon. See you in June.
2: Love you. That's my mother. And she, I remember her saying, well, at least you're the man though, right? Like you're the man in the relationship as if then that like held a higher, it was a held in high regard versus like being the more feminine one or yeah, the bottom or right. whatever it is. And to be clear, we're very, very, we're very flexible in our relationship. Like there's no, there are no boundaries. But
0: also you shouldn't have to say that. Exactly. It's like nobody's exactly. business. Exactly.
2: So in my mind, I always thought, well, I'll be standing there and whoever it is that I marry will get walked down the aisle. But then I even had to question that, like, why would I be the first one there? Why would I be the traditional male position, and then have somebody walk to me? Well, and I don't like that either. So I think what we think we might do is have both of our mothers walk us down the aisle. Now I don't know who goes first, who goes second. That could be a point of contention. Maybe we go at the same time. Maybe we're we're dropped by aerialists from the sky.
0: Literally, be walked.
2: Right. So, but it is interesting though.
0: It's hard because Lisa's father passed away six months into us dating. So. Lisa also wouldn't have, like, the traditional father-daughter dance. Mm -hmm. I don't speak to my dad. And also, I don't know if other women or people feel like this, but I know traditionally your father gives you away, but I feel like I raised myself and I'm so proud of myself that I don't want anybody walking me down the aisle.
2: Even that's wild. Why is it the man giving the daughter away? Why is it up to that's such a patriarchal way of right. doing it? Why does and I've never really questioned it until I got I, engaged. Well, there are
0: things that you don't think about, but in 2021, so many things are changing. And I, I remember Sky said to me, <clears throat> "Well, you have somebody to walk you down. The, you can find a male that loves you. You have so many men in your life that love you. They can walk you down the aisle." And I was like, "No, I'm. No one's giving me away. Also, what is this idea of like a father giving his daughter away? Like, you're not.
2: Absolutely, you're so,
0: literally just going to be with your partner.
2: Uh, there are two things that I know that will happen for sure at our wedding. One of them might be a point point of contention with my partner. The other one probably not. Uh, first and foremost, the electric slide will happen.
0: A thousand. That
2: is one thing. But right. also, that's Incredible. a very that's very white. Black weddings don't do that dance. They do the other one. What is it called? What is it? The wobble.
1: They do the wobble. So we might have Mm -hmm. to do,
2: yeah, we might have to do the electric slide and the wobble. Uh, together at the wedding just to make it more, you know, diverse for everyone. So we might have to figure this. What
0: is it? You're going to come inside and you cut them inside. Yeah, it's it's a lot
2: more vibey. The electric slide is very white. It's easy. It's It's simple. It's straightforward. Um, The second thing that will definitely happen at our wedding.
0: Because I'm giving a speech to honor my love for you, letting Emil know that if he ever harms you, it's over.
2: Yeah, that part. And also, in addition to that, Mm. uh, the dollar dance. Do you do this?
0: Oh my god, I love the dollar dance. Where everybody
2: lines up and they have to give a dollar to dance the person you That's dance them of, for like ten I seconds, and you move on. I thought that was just
0: Italian on. culture. I didn't oh, know no. that was. Oh my god, we like bank.
2: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna call it a five dollar dance or maybe a ten dollar dance. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. Love uh, to but see But that it. definitely will happen at our wedding. Besides that, we make our own rules.
0: Yeah. Listen, I don't know how it's gonna go. I mean, Lisa's a DJ. I'm a singer, so there's gonna have you're, to be a lot of entertainment. You're both gonna
2: be performing at your wedding the entire time. And yeah, we're the entertainment it. at our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> You'll save money.
0: <laughs> we'll see, guys. All right, coming up, can you? You reclaim the evils of the past uh, we're discussing after a woman has been collecting uh, something a little obscure coming up next
2: you know and <clears throat> oftentimes I look back over our history and I'm just amazed that we were able to not just survive but thrive and another community that I look at in a very similar way is is black Americans especially black women knowing the history, knowing the struggle, knowing uh, what they've gone through, yet here we are uh, watching our our black brothers and sisters excel in spite spite of it all.
3: Mm.
2: And just recently on an episode of Antiques Roadshow, a celebrity edition, uh, an actress, uh, S. Apatha Merkerson, so you might know her from 17 seasons on on Law and Order. She's currently starring on Chicago Med. Um, She talked about buying memorabilia that you might not think uh, that a black woman would be interested in for a whole litany of reasons. Uh, but she explains why it was important for her to do this.
4: The more I know about my history, the more I can pass it on. Bringing it to my house makes me uplifted, I feel. This, even though it the connotation of it was negative, to me, the people who survived through all of that yes. when these things were really prominent mm-hmm. uh, and not considered collectibles, it speaks to their strength that they could, especially black women. Exactly.
2: She's buying pieces that are, you know, anti-black from the era of slavery and from other parts of, you know, in, in our history that would, to most people, might be triggering things that you might not want to have in your home, in your space that hold a lot of negativity in them. Yet she's doing it as an opportunity to take back the power. And I think about, I think back, listen, I think back when, when, members of our community, LGBTQ people during mm-hmm. the Holocaust were, mm-hmm. uh, they were given a different kind of a symbol on their, on their chest and, and how that triangle became like a symbol for the lesbian movement years later. And it turned it pink and turned it right side up right. and used that as like right. a symbol to like <clears throat> fight and march and, and, and continue to progress. Um, I think about the black man, uh, from the Broadway star, uh, what was his name? Uh, gosh, I know his name. Oh, Robert Hartwell who bought the plantation in Massachusetts yeah. a couple years ago and got, went viral and, well, and, and the interesting part of that story, though, I, I think this is important, when he went to buy that plantation, that former plantation in a cotton house, or it was a cotton mill, um, he was talking to the owners and they said, well, it's a cash only. Uh, and I don't think that's something you could probably mm-hmm. do, so <clears throat> never mind. And he said to him, never underestimate the power of a black man. Yes. Here's your $379,000 in cash. Amen. I'll take the house. Amen.
0: You know, I, I think that it, this also plays into cancel culture and why cancel culture is problematic because there's no when you cancel somebody there's no room to grow there's no solution there's no mm-hmm. end result there's no learning there's nothing yeah. and I think that um, by taking opportunities like this and really turning them around you know <clears throat> I was watching the Billy Holiday movie I can't stop watching it I don't I, the United States for Billy Holiday I'm mm-hmm. just obsessed and. When they said, uh, you know, they killed her for singing "Strange Fruit." That was why the government literally killed her. It wasn't a drug addiction, although she was on drugs. They wanted her. They wanted to end her singing "Strange Fruit" because it pointed out the racism that was really happening. And she said, um, "Your grandchildren will be singing my songs."
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was on American Idol, and that's the song that got me into the top twelve in two thousand five. No way. That is. And when I went to sing for Sky, uh, Sky is like my mother. She's a phenomenal entertainer in Vegas. Um, I sang that song for her at the event that we had in 2021. And we had a discussion earlier about it. But the point of that is... Using these moments to really turn around and to appreciate, and I love what this woman is doing. It's just get it's it's taking the power out of things that held uh-huh. power. It's for taking so the long.
2: power back, and I love that you say twenty twenty one as if uh, that were in the, this was two weeks ago, Michaela. I say you're like I sang. For, I know what you're saying, but oh, it sounded the way you said like I sang it for it was, her back in 2021.
0: Oh, I know. I know. Listen, <laughs> two I, weeks ago. Also, I think that like I'm in 2025. Sometimes
2: I just <laughs> no. I get you it. You know what I'm saying. Well, I, another another instance comes to mind. You know, Tyler Perry, his studio is down outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Oh yeah. He says when he gave an acceptance speech at the BET Awards a couple years ago, I remember him saying like, "Listen, like this was a Confederate Army base back in the day." This like they were literally plotting to figure out how to continue enslaving 3.9 million Black Americans, and now that entire land, all 330 acres of it, are owned by a single Black man. So just let wrap your brain around yeah, that for that's a moment. Amazing. But we're gonna take it out with this. She did go on uh, to say that why it was so important for her to own this memorabilia uh, as opposed to white folks.
4: When I initially saw some of the stuff, that was my idea. Yeah. That I'm going to just buy this up so white folks can't buy it up and yeah. use it for that negative connotation. I'm going to lift it up. I'm going to put it on my wall. I'm going to situate it on, on mm-hmm. my cabinet mm-hmm. so that anyone that comes in the house will see that this is a part of who I am
2: excited about that that is a bop and the 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 lyrics just hit me so hard a thousand
0: percent we live
2: in an era especially where we we all as much as we try not to we all care what other people say because we always hear what they say because of social media and things like that uh we also care about this one person in particular because of things like social media she has a huge following on facebook she's back in the news right now we're talking carol baskins and what's popping but first I want to tell you about a really cool opportunity. Tell us. Las Vegas is open for business, and Channel Q has given you a chance to get in on the fun this summer. Head over to WeAreChannelQ.com right now for your chance to win round-trip airfare for you, plus a friend, a two-night stay at the Resorts World Las Vegas, and, because why not... Two VIP passes to see Tiesto, one of the best DJs in the entire world, do his set at IU Day Club at Resorts World Las Vegas. Head over to WeAreChannelQ.com right now for your chance to enter and win. Michaela might be in town that weekend, too. Maybe she'll, she'll hang out with you. Yeah. It is your hometown. I would love
0: to. After all. It's 100 degrees there this weekend. Yeah,
2: you know what else goes on in Vegas? Go off. A lot of... Illegal exotic animals.
0: Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, one animal in
2: particular, the one and only Carol Baskin.
0: She is an animal. So uh, she's been on Netflix. She's been on Dancing with the Stars. She's had quite a career. But now she's launched her own digital currency. Currency? That's what it's called. Yeah, cryptocurrency. Oh,
2: not crypto again. And
0: it's called CAT.
2: No, it's called scat.
0: Oh, it's called scat with, with the, the money with sign? With the money
2: sign. The money sign is the S. Oh, BS. God. Oh, <laughs> I, so I
0: don't cute. get it. Okay. You're so cute. Okay, well, this is ridiculous. I, can't, I should, She put a tweet out. She said, I'm purring like a bobcat, rolling in catnip, because we just launched scat, rocking, rocketing up to hashtag uh, 35 out of 117, and thinking of ways to reward those who join our pride of big cat lovers. Learn more at Big Cat Rescue. What oh, is happening she's got it in the jo-
2: the doge thing uh where they're calling it big cat coin that's what she's she's claiming it's called she's I- literally saying it's uh poop is that what she's saying justin
3: well cascat is another word for poop it is yes
2: how I didn't know that I thought scat was what you did when you sang a certain style. That literally,
0: too. that's what I thought too. I was like, is she scatting or her and the tiger scatting now? What does
2: scatting sound like? Have you ever done? Have
0: you ever done that? Oh yeah! Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you're mm-hmm. such an artist.
0: Yeah. Wait. Okay. Also, what is? I'm gonna be honest with Justin, you Justin. Okay, let's Everyone's talk to Justin. like Dogecoin, Bitcoin. Our and producer, lyrics.
2: yes, will not be able to explain this. So we've asked him 300 times, but please, yeah, in may... your best.
0: In really focus. Simplest your terms. Joe, go around. What just is make cryptocurrency? It easy.
3: All right, all right. I have the answer. Okay, here goes. I have no idea. <laughs> but all just, I know is I'm making a bunch buying? of money off of it because yeah. I invested true. early in Dogecoin. Yeah. Justin
0: every single morning goes, you guys, you guys.
3: It went up it went 60. Up. It went up 66 percent today.
0: I'm rich. So then, Lisa, yesterday, okay. Then also, I told the story about Azalea Banks ripping Elon Musk, saying to go pump the Doge coin mm-hmm. on Saturday Night Live. Which you
2: loved it; made you very. Oh happy. my God! Was I crying? I you was had dying. no idea why you loved it, but it made you happy. I
0: was laughing because so, she called him a fat lesbian, and I, just, I don't know why it just made me laugh. Now,
2: I just don't Lisa, understand it.
0: I don't get it at all. And when I don't understand it, I have no interest. It's
2: like it's like it's like Monopoly money. It's all made it. up to me.
0: Can we actually let's make this a thing? Can we bring yeah. somebody on the show, a crypto
2: yes. expert, to
0: discuss? Because if we're losing out of money, I'm also going to be. Because I, I can tell
2: you, I've looked into this many times, and I'm no closer to understanding than I was months ago.
3: I mean, we did a, a segment on it a couple months ago, and I, no, it's no clear to anybody. Like, oh yeah, after so that. we did do that. Yeah, we did it, and we'll do it again. Because I zoned it, out apparently. With those I, yeah, being at seventy out. cents, I mean, I don't know
0: what that means. Let me Justin. clarify
3: it's not my money it's Lauren's money because she actually invested in it I'm just
0: go ahead Lauren go ahead well you're married
3: now so you get half yeah Yeah. I get half but it's confusing but we're making money off of it so I'll take it (laughs) Yeah, but what if someday, like,
2: you're like, "Oh, cool! I don't know what I'm doing at all, but I'm making a bunch of money." Then all of a sudden, the feds come and put you in handcuffs and take you away. Is it like a situation where you could get into yeah, trouble? Yeah, is it illegal? Is I it real? In the
3: mafia. I know it's not illegal. I can do it on an app. So, so it's not like like the dark but web crypto, or anything.
0: But I don't understand. Like, how do you pay with cryptocurrency? Is it yeah, like the, an the, is it
3: like the the a Starbucks get an expert for tomorrow. Does Starbucks? Okay.
2: Does Starbucks accept crypto? Yeah, I have got my Apple Pay on there. Can I use crypto?
3: Yeah, possibly. Can I, I know that. I know crypto? one of the baseball teams is accepting crypto the, for baseball Stop. seats. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Really? We're yeah. I'm bringing
0: a specialist on because I don't understand it. I'm probably still not going to understand it afterwards, but we'll talk about it. Coming up, ghosting: why LGBTQ people do it and how to deal with it. Uh, we'll talk about it coming up next. Welcome
2: back to The Morning Beat. Thank you so much for hanging out with us in about 15 minutes. We're having a conversation about our community and why we are so much more likely than our straight counterparts to ghost one another. And we're not talking just in relationships. We're talking about in everyday friendships. You know, uh, I I think it's it's a fascinating conversation. If you're not familiar with the, the term or the idea of ghosting, it's basically just disappearing from somebody's life. With no explanation, no text, no email, Bye. no conversation, just gone. Uh, it can be mind racking you, you, you can literally like, rack your brain trying to figure out why uh, people might do this if you're dating them. But friends are doing it. Uh, and we're going to tell you why it's so common in our community coming up in just a little bit. Uh, right now, however, it is time for News on the Beat. Michaela Gordon Um Joe Biden could be doing something really great in his recovery plan to help restaurants in addition to other businesses. Uh, What do you have for us in News on the Beat?
0: Well, it's called the Paycheck Protection Program, a core element of the U.S. government's economic relief agenda. It's officially exhausted weeks before its planned closure at the end of this month. Now The program reopened in January with an additional $284 billion for first-time borrowers and some second loans for those who participated in last year's first round. The Small Business Administration Administration said more than eight million small businesses were helped by the program. The SBA will keep taking some new applications from undeserved areas. Meanwhile, President Biden is promoting the new Restaurant Revitalization Fund. The 28.6 billion dollar program was established as part of Biden's massive COVID nineteen relief package and will provide money to match restaurants' pandemic related revenue losses. That's great.
3: That
2: is great. It's we a have a lot of deal. friends who have been affected by this. Yeah, so good to hear. There's help on the horizon.
0: Yeah. All right. Another news. This is going to be a bigger story, but <clears throat> I'll touch it up. I'll touch on it in News on the Beat. A vice a mayor in Florida is facing resounding criticism after she challenged a trans woman to an arm wrestle during a discussion on anti-trans legislation. Heather Moretis, uh of Fort Lauderdale uh, challenged Carvel a striplet on her decision to vote against a motion condemning anti-trans bills in the state. The motion, which was introduced in response to two anti-trans bills currently making their way through the Florida legislature, was passed 3-1 to at a city commission meeting on Tuesday, uh... Estraplet told the meeting, you have to understand as a a trans woman, we face discrimination. We are demonized and we are constantly ridiculed. Um, It's difficult that you're creating issues that do not exist. What is the purpose? Of course, we have talked about that at at length on this show. Um, And so uh, Heather Meredith said to her, I'd have to say, I think you have a physical advantage over me being born a biological female. I have to look at Caitlyn Jenner, what she said this week. I have to look at people who also have experience and see what they say. And that, let me tell you something. That's the problem. That is why people are so upset that Caitlyn Jenner is running and she's running Republican because she's speaking from such a privileged place. Nothing that she says ever will equate what trans women really deal with. Yeah,
2: 40 plus and years ago, when you were still living as a man, you won some gold medals and uh one or two gold. I can't even remember if it was multiple. Who Just one, the one.
0: cares? And then they now you're going to turn around
2: and then turn your back on your own community. They
0: were born, she was born a white male with all the privilege. In the world, especially during that time, went on to be in the Olympics, created a whole thing, went on reality television, made millions
2: of dollars. Mm -hmm.
0: Then decided to transition, all good and well. Absolutely. And now she is Caitlyn Jenner. But her experience is not the same experience as the 16 women who have been killed this year alone just for being trans. Yeah. It's infuriating.
2: It's frustrating.
0: Honestly, I would love to have Caitlin on the show and just drag her. Here's that. what
2: it does, though. What it does for Republicans, because so many Republicans- It the conservative, what they say. Yeah, conservative, small-minded, you know, Christian, whatever. Um, not all Republicans, but by and large, that's the Republican Party right now as it stands under Donald Trump, right? And what it does is validates them. It's like Tim Scott being their one black senator. They're like, look, we're not- racist we have a black senator look we're not transphobic because caitlin like that it gives them a pass and i know so many people like this where i grew up they're like they know one black person that thinks that gives them the authority to speak on all black issues it's absurd and it's it's a fallacy it's never never correct um one fallacy that i brought up earlier in our show apparently i'm getting dragged for it now and there's a lot of there's a lot of conversation happening uh, in my in my phone. What? Uh, based on earlier, I made a comment about uh, what what sort of dance we'll we be doing at our wedding. I said the electric uh, slide is a very white one. We also said the wobble uh, right. is also more common at black weddings. Not necessarily true. Left out the cupid shuffle.
0: Oh, also. Yeah!
2: cha-cha slide forgot that one that's
0: what I was trying and to there's think. a lot then of arguments so da, 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 shuffle, yeah i think we need
2: then. and the cupid shuffle i think is what i was actually thinking of I, and, and it was, brother-in-law brother-in-law jerry brought that to my attention oh my god jerry via text because Thank he can't you get enough of friend. us in kentucky jerry, obsessed
0: with us. Aren't um, so i think you? we need to take it to social media maybe we'll do a
2: couple of rounds this or that on our social media we'll put these up against each other then we'll have a final round to see so so head over to we are channel q our instagram account to vote on that
0: okay sis while you're
2: doing that head over to wearechannelq.com as well uh, because I know Michaela's going to give you some weather. It's really fantastic at a lot of places. One place, let's look up Las Vegas in particular.
0: Listen to me, honey. It's going to be 100 in Vegas all weekend. You're going to want a pool.
2: 100 in Vegas. This is the perfect opportunity for you. Las Vegas is hot. It's open for business. And Channel Q is giving you the chance to get down to business poolside with Tiesto, one of my favorite DJs. Head over to wearechannelq.com right now for your chance to win a trip to Vegas, including round trip airfare for two and an epic two night stay at the all new yes. Resorts World, Las Vegas. You can see Tiesto perform at the IU Day Club because We're giving you VIP passes. So do that. Also head over to our Instagram account right now to vote. Uh, We're going to have that up in just a moment for you. Uh, But right now, here's your vibe of the day. One day, you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through, and it will become someone else's survival guide. That's powerful.
0: Love that. I love it. All right. Well, it's going to be... Uh-oh. 99 in Vegas, 99 in Palm Springs today, 86 in Houston, still 64 this, huh? in Kansas City, yeah. 88 in Miami. Well, I and to give anyone, Kansas, anyone to fill out. Kansas
2: up. City, 64. Uh,
0: yeah, a lot. Uh, this is, this there is it the is. Cupid Shuffle, we love there to it see is. it. All right, coming up, uh, why LGBTQ people are better at ghosting than straight people, why we do it, and how we can stop doing it, we discuss coming up next.
2: Sometimes when I think about my life, I am grateful that I am engaged, that I'm very much in love, uh, for no reason other than the fact that I couldn't handle dating in this day and age.
4: Oh
0: my god! And getting I ghosted by I somebody. Can I catch a Are you
2: familiar with ghosting? You know what ghosting is. Yeah, of
0: course. For our listeners
2: who don't understand, Michaela, what is ghosting?
0: Ghosting is when, let's say, you and somebody are texting, and then. All of a sudden, they just quit texting you. You can't get a hold of them. They're like a ghost. You can't see them. They're gone. they blocked you on social media. And you're like, I literally don't understand what happened. Let me also say it is them. It is not you. Because I hate when people
4: ghost. Well,
2: it doesn't just happen in relationships, by the way. No, in friendships. To to be clear, though, a new report showed that 80% of people in their 20s experience ghosting in relationships. That's how most young kids now get out of relationships. And I have a lot of theories on that as to why I think young kids don't know how to communicate face-to-face anymore. They've grown up with social media and with texting, and that is yeah. the way they communicate. Uh, I'm not really a fan of that. I can't imagine. I remember it was back in the day, it was such a huge taboo to break up with somebody via text. Like, that's not something oh, you would yeah, ever, no. ever do when I was in my 20s. And if you did, you would just but get even, dragged. You
0: wouldn't even communicate no. Just texting, like you would literally, like it was like you should pick up the phone, you should make time, you should blow them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
2: apparently though, those in our own community are so much uh, more adept or better at ghosting because growing up as a member of the LGBTQ community, we're already really good at either you know blending in or hiding in plain sight in all sorts of scenarios uh, in order to protect ourselves to keep ourselves you know from getting either outed before we were ready or or getting discriminated against yep. in any sort of environment so we're naturally the best ghosters in the world naturally we're really good at being right in front of you and not letting you see exactly who we are nothing can you relate to that
0: but a million percent but i will say that it's such a it's just, like, weak. Like, I feel like, although I understand it, it really leaves people <clears throat> questioning themselves and if they did something wrong and then they, like, beat themselves up. And it's like, just be honest. If you don't want to talk to somebody anymore, just be real and be like, I hate you. Like, I would rather somebody be like, I hate you and I don't want to talk to you anymore than just ghosting me because mm. I'm like, what happened? Well, this
2: theory actually, or this this article talks about this theory of, of, of uh, attachment perspective. And how it's different for gay people, how we don't allow ourselves to be open and vulnerable to that many people. Right. So if we do, it's why it can also hurt us even more when somebody steps away. But I
0: don't think that's because I'm gay. I think that's because I had a dysfunctional upbringing.
2: Sure. But oftentimes, being gay growing up is in itself dysfunctional. So you have multiple layers to it.
0: But Yeah, but I'm saying I think for me personally, it has nothing to do with my sexuality. Well,
2: you also grew up with a mother who's lesbian. Yeah, so it's a little bit even, but the, but even in that.
0: But I'm saying there's... that I could see how header. I, I don't know if this is just simply a gay thing. Like I think that it more so stems no, from. Uh, I don't like... think
2: simply a gay thing, but I think that that a higher percentage of gay people grow up in some form form of dysfunction in some form of hiding. Whereas if you yeah. grew up straight, you might be able to, you, you might go through that, but not because of who you are at your core, which is why I think it is a little bit different for our community. You know, there's a, there's a reference in here to uh, the book night, which I was obsessed with. So heartbreaking. Uh, Ellie Wiesel wrote this book about the concentration camps during world war II. right? He was on Oprah Winfrey. I saw an interview many, many years ago and, and, And his book, I got his book immediately, read it. And in his book, he says that the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. Which is why I think that ghosting is so Mm -hmm. difficult because it's one thing to be like, I hate you, I never want to talk to you again. Then it's easy to walk away from a relationship, a friendship, whatever it may be. But if somebody gives you no closure and they just disappear... It's awful. And it's like they don't even care enough to tell you they hate you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? How many times have you picked a fight in your relationship? I know you can relate to this because I definitely can. Have you picked a fight in your relationship subconsciously because you just want to know that the, the other person's still Listen, invested?
0: I, well, I will They're say willing this. to argue with you. I'm very, very dramatic. But this <laughs> is a t- this is a sign. I love so hard, psychopath hard.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I will fight with you psychopath hard. The day that I just Turn it all off. Then you know it's you
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's over, and it's over. Yeah. And I, I have done that only to a handful of people, and they know who they are and they know how they experience it. But I will go so 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 hard for you both ways in loving yeah. and hating you because I care so because I really do care. I care. And then when I shut my phone down and it's over. Mm. I will never come back.
2: I've said that to my fiance over the years when we've had like any sort of like bigger arguments and I've said, "Listen, you'll know if I'm ever cuz he get, he he'll be like, "I feel like you're breaking up with me." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I'm upset and I'm really frustrated with you right oh, now. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out a way through this. You'll know when I'm done, if I'm ever done, and I'm not going to be done. I never, plan on marrying and spending never. my life with him." But I said to him like, "You you would know if I were done because if I were done, I wouldn't be responding. I wouldn't be getting, my, my voice would not elevate. I would not engage because as soon as I disengage, I'm out and there's no way to get me back. Yeah, there's not. That's just there's how not. I am.
0: And I'm like, cr- I can even be crazy dysfunctional when we're fighting, but uh, I, it, it's everything. The minute I walk away. Out. Totally. Oof, rough. Uh, all right, coming up, Florida student, a Florida student is accused of rigging the homecoming vote so that she could be queen and now is facing jail time we discuss coming up next.
2: Can sleep just throw Annabelle England a life jacket, perhaps? A lifesaver of some form? She's Any, been falling underwater for weeks. Weeks! Get your head above water, Annabelle.
0: I will say Annabelle follows me, and she's adorable. She's great. She leaves me little comments. She's so cute. I love her. Annabelle, we love you.
2: She is adorable. I love that song. Um, <laughs> this story's wild to me.
0: Wild. Okay, so a Florida
2: student accused of rigging a homecoming queen vote could, get this, face 16 years in prison. 16 years. Emily Grover and her mother, Laura, uh, she's assistant uh, principal at Bellevue Elementary School, were arrested in March after authorities said the duo used Carol's special access to the district student data system to cast hundreds of fraudulent votes for Grover in the homecoming queen election at Tate High School. So just to be clear, her mother is an assistant principal at an elementary school in the same school district, and this girl is in high school. She's seventeen years old, uh, and she was arrested. She's not even. She just turned eighteen a couple weeks ago. Arrested as a seventeen-year-old because of this, Um, and it's wild to me that this is even a conversation. No, she she's free right now on a six thousand dollar bond, and also her mother. She the daughter and the mother are both arrested. They're both out on bond right now, but to. To say that you could send somebody to prison... First of all, this is the
0: dumbest story we've ever had to report on.
2: Well, because here's how I go back. I go back and...
0: Well, well, let me say something. I was accused of this my freshman year. I went to... Well, you probably did it. No, it's not (laughs) unlike me. But I remember I got into a huge fight in school. So there was a... um, they, it wasn't a homecoming queen, but you could be like part of the homecoming court as a freshman. And they called it winter lady. And so I won winter lady. And everyone was like, how about, did you? And I was like, I don't know, baby, I'm a star. Like, what do you want me to say? And so this girl accused me of flashing all of the boys that were going to the ballot box. And I was like, mm. first of all, I flashed the <laughs> girls, not the boys. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. And I was so mad. And I was like, that's not even cool. But uh, and we got into a huge fight about that. But I I was just trying to, like, enjoy my high school life. And that really traumatized me. Like, it was I didn't like that. Well, and so for this girl. I
4: will
2: say, luckily, she's a white girl. Thank God yeah at least, at least there's that it's not some person of color that's being dragged and sent to sentenced to prison it still doesn't make it right though I guess the point of contention is that she logged into her mother's uh, online account that has access to school information and so that they broke a lot of like ethics codes and things like that in the process yeah
0: but let's have a bigger conversation well, what kind of pressure are we putting on high school students that they yes! think winning homecoming queen is something that you need to do to rig illegally. the election also
2: like- also there have been entire movies made about this Zach Morris is entire like career as a high school student on Saved by the Bell yeah, were please. episodes about him rigging things. Like literally every... And we praised it. We looked up to it and we thought it was funny. This girl could face 16 years?
0: Yeah. I, I think it's ridiculous. And I think that it does need to be a bigger conversation of confidence. And I, I bring that story up about me being winter lady because... I, whether she's white, she's black, like 16 is 16. It's a hard age. It's a hard time to be in high school. It's, you feel a lot of pressure already. You got to like figure out all of a sudden what you're going to do with the rest of your life while also you're being like bullied yeah, and trying to it out. Yeah, she's also
2: already been humiliated with, which as a 16, 17, 18 year old, yeah, like that's the worst tra- thing you can do to a kid. literally
0: is going to traumatize her. Sen- and I, I think that it's just... I think we're just missing the bigger conversation. What are we teaching in high school? You know what this
2: means? I want to put this into perspective for you. This would mean that you, on American Idol, when you were 16, would go away to prison and you would get out this year. Can you imagine that chunk of your life spent in prison because you got 246 votes in a high school election that you rigged?
0: Yeah, I mean- That's crazy. That's crazy to me. But also, I kind of am now thinking, too, literally live on air- what is what is the point of having a homecoming queen and homecoming king? Yeah. It's a what popularity is, contest. But it's that's absurd. what I'm saying. Like, sure. are we adding to the bullying and needing to be popular in high school? Because I will say, and I'm not into cancel culture, and I'm not into everybody should win an award. I, I don't come from that. I don't like that. I think if you work hard, you should be able to be like whatever. But what is what is? But what, what, what is what the you, point of homecoming king what and do you, queen?
2: What do you earn through that? Yeah, it's a popularity contest. And now, yeah. for every story and we do. And kids are
0: mean, and we're not. Yes. They're not mature enough well,
2: for every story that we do about like a, a young queer member of our community who actually like wins and gets gets a. homecoming king or queen or a trans person gets elected king or queen or whatever those are few and far between most high schools it's a popularity contest of the mean girls and the mean boys that's what it was when i was in school and also since my best friend elena shellick made the homecoming court in 1999 and did not win even though her older sisters amy and nina had both won i have not trusted the system I'm going to say it right there. Okay. I'm going to say it right My and best you know what? friend in the world, Elena.
0: Let that happen. Let that my happen. best
2: friend in the whole I world, I hear what Kayla. you're saying, you
0: little brat. I'm not <laughs> dealing with you right now. Like, I'm not dealing with homecoming queen or king, and I'm actually going to go on a rampage.
2: I'm voting myself.
0: I'm voting- You and me. You vote for, I vote for myself in American Idol.
2: There are two men- I
0: blew up my line. There
2: are two men in this room, though. Who do you vote for? Me or Justin? Go. King. You, doy. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. In just a moment, uh, Michaela Gordon's going to tell you that Lil Nas X is what's popping uh, because he is, uh, but you'll never guess why. She's got that story for you in just a second. But first, I do want to invite you to head over head over to uh, wearechannelq.com right now for your chance to win. Two round-trip airfare tickets and a two-night stay at the all-new Resorts World, Las Vegas. We're sending you and a friend. Uh, we're doing a giveaway. We're also going to throw in two VIP passes to watch Tiesto, one of our favorite DJs on the planet, do his set at IU Day Club. It's the brand-new Hot spot for the summer, all part of Resorts World, Las Vegas grand opening. You have a chance to win. Head over to wearechannelq.com right now to make the most of that. Now, uh, what's popping, Michaela? I love me some Lil Nas X, and uh, he's yes, making some headlines he needs- again.
0: Yeah, well, listen, little Nas X has a message for straight people. And just like that, Pride season is officially off and going thanks to his message. <laughs> he said, uh That uh, he loves and appreciates his straight fans, but for the ones that don't get it, he really doesn't care. At all. At all. Literally gives zero Fs. And um, he said, at first, I was really afraid of alienating, alienating any of my straight fans. Um, but he said but then it was kind of like if they feel offended they were never really here for me they were here for whatever version of myself they made up in their head but you know it's a realization that Mirrors One Judge Siwa also had earlier this year after coming out um, Little Nas X also went on to say that his idols similarly weren't looking to please others only striving to be themselves which is something he hopes to emulate and uh, he said people that inspire him are people like Kalani and Frank Ocean he said once you show the world more of yourself, they can relate more. And I love that. I think it's a really... I think that's such an important message. I struggle with it myself. You know, I think everybody does, especially if you're an entertainer. Like, you don't want to alienate anybody. And I think, you know, you're going to understand this more than anybody. We were taught growing up in this industry years ago... Go for it. That... You don't want to alienate anybody. No. You don't want to make anybody no. mad. Don't be yourself.
2: You want to be palatable and marketable. Yeah. And-, I mean, and,
0: and, and there are still artists that we know that have not officially come out as gay because they don't want to alienate people. And it's like, uh,. It's wild to me. And I'm going to go actually back to the Housewives of New York. I was having a conversation I watched last night, by the Did way. You Ebony love K. It? Williams, lover. Obsessed. I was watching with my friend. Uh, I was talking with a friend yesterday, and I said, Do you love Ebony? And he said, no, i I don't. I feel like it just changes the whole dynamic of New York good. And it doesn't make sense. And I'm listening, and I was like, what are you talking about? New York was problematic. People like Ramona Singer are problematic it's old white
2: ladies with money,
0: yeah, yeah. and it's very I, gray gardens I I just it's so <laughs> yeah. great yeah.
2: Sonia Morgan, I mean, come on.
0: Sonia Morgan and Ramona and Ramona singer are gray Gardens.
2: Did you just call it Ramonia?
0: I I love that.
2: Here's the thing about Lil Nas X. It's really fascinating to me. And this is something that as I've started to settle into my sexuality in a different way the past couple of years, I think in part because I work here at Channel Q and we have these conversations every single day and we're exposed to different types of stories. Um, He's on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. He did a couple of covers and his looks are very androgynous. And it sort of turns me on. I've never really, I've interviewed him and I didn't think he was that attractive in person. He's grown up a couple years later now. It's hot. It's like when Harry Styles wears like women's clothing. Yeah, it's hot. There's something about it that 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 turns on something inside of me that's just interesting, and I think it's it's sparking conversations like that all all over the world, which I think is really cool.
0: A thousand percent. All right. Well, coming up in our next hour, it's not just the prominent congressional Republicans who are problematic. There are actually a lot, and we're going to discuss particularly coming out of Florida. Coming up next.
2: Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Now, this story is sort of wild to me. This conversation of trans athletes in sports has been a hot-button issue across America. We saw uh, the governor of West Virginia recently taken to task for not being able to name a single uh, case of a trans athlete in his entire home state. Um, And then we also saw we did a story the other day on Fox News and other conservative media have done hundreds of... Hundreds of stories hundreds. on trans athletes, and so far have been able to document nine cases in the entire country. But they're making this a talking point as if liberals are just trying to let men enter women's sports and dominate throughout history. It's just for the rest of history, it's just odd. And Michaela has one story in particular and some audio coming out of the state of Florida, of course. Yep. Uh, and news on the beat. Why don't you take it away?
0: Well, vice mayor in Florida is facing resounding criticism after she challenged a trans woman to an arm wrestle during a discussion on anti-trans legislation. Heather Morita vice mayor of Fort Lauderdale. Now, the motion, which was introduced in response to two anti-trans bills currently making their way through the Florida legislature, was passed three to one. At a city commission meeting on Tuesday, um, Carvel Estraplet, a trans woman, told the meeting, you have to understand, as a trans woman, we face discrimination, we are demonized, we are constantly ridiculed, ridiculed, and it's so disgusting. Um, And she went on to say, uh, this vice mayor, that because of what Caitlyn Jenner said this week, she has to look at uh, what those kind of people have to say and experiences that they've had. We discussed this in the last News on the Beat. We have some audio. Take a listen. I have to look at people who also have this experience and, and see what they say. So as an athlete, as an Olympian, you know, she has this perspective. I mean, I'm looking at your body. Do you want to stand next to me and see how different you look? I mean, do you want to arm wrestle? I mean, I know you're stronger than yeah, me. But guess what?
3: I don't want to compete in important. Not every trans woman. That's that assumption again. That's that Republican
0: assumption. I I mean, it's so wild to me. We're going to go in depth this hour because we have a lot of opinions on this. So I'm going to save them. But this is why people like Caitlyn Jenner are very problematic. Uh, And we'll continue that conversation moving forward this hour, but uh, Facebook's Independent Court-like Oversight Board decided the social network can continue to block former President Trump from its platform. The board concluded Trump's post on January 6th, which praised Capitol rioters, severely violated Facebook's policies and created an environment where a serious risk of violence was possible. Facebook is supposed to revisit the decision in six months. Republicans and Trump allies immediately claimed the decision was biased, while critics of the ex-president voiced hope that that the upheld ban could reduce Trump's Lasting influence via social media uh, Alright, running out news The Paycheck Protection Program A core element of the U.S. government's Economic relief agenda is officially Exhausted weeks before its planned Closure at the end of this month the program reopened in January with an additional $284 billion for first-time borrowers and some second loans for those who participated in last year's first round. The Small Business Administration said more than 8 million small businesses were helped by the program. The SBA will keep taking some new applications from undeserved areas. Meanwhile, President Biden is promoting the new Restaurant Revitalization Fund. The $28.6 billion program was established as part of Biden's massive COVID-19 relief package and will provide money to match restaurants' pandemic related revenue losses. I think it's great. It's just some weather. It's a high of 61 in San Francisco today, 100 in Phoenix, 64 in Seattle, 52 in Buffalo, a high of 88 in Miami, and 99 in Las Vegas. Now, you have some news about Vegas. Yeah, I do. 99
2: degrees sounds like a great, great opportunity to head to a pool uh, and you're in luck if that's what you're looking for. Las Vegas is open for business, and Channel Q is giving you the chance to get down to business poolside with the DJ Tiesto. So. Yes. Head over to WeAreChannelQ.com for your chance to win a trip to Vegas, Michaela's hometown, including round trip airfare for two and an epic two night stay at the all new, brand spanking new Resorts World, Las Vegas. It's incredible. And because why not? We're going to throw in two VIP passes to get some Vegas sun poolside and catch Tiësto set at IU Day Club at Resorts World Las Vegas. IU Day Club is going to be the spot uh, this summer. So head over to wearechannelq.com for your chance to enter and win.
0: Love it. Here's your
2: vibe of the day. One day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guide.
0: I love that. That's a really great one. Always be honest with your journey and where you're coming from. Now, coming up, uh, we talked about it. A Florida Republican is challenging a trans woman. But why are people like Caitlyn Jenner so problematic? We have that conversation for you coming up next.
2: Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Thank you so much for hanging out with us as always. Uh, now we're going to have a little bit of a conversation about um, our our good, good friends at the GOP. And some of my thoughts on this conversation might surprise you a little bit, but we're going to start off with one thing I think we can all agree on. Uh, apparently, the GOP in Tennessee have blocked a vote to honor uh, country star T.J. Osborne for coming out of the closet as an openly gay man. Um, so this went through, sailed through the Tennessee Senate with unanimous approval a resolution that sought to honor the country music star who recently came out. Well, it was blocked by a Republican in the state's House of Representatives The measure lauding the uh, Brothers Osborne singer who came out in February uh, in a Time interview as a trailblazer in a historically homophobic music genre was stymied by Representative Jeremy Faison. Now, he's the chair of the House Republican Caucus. As justification, this conservative cited a procedural objection during the Tuesday House vote on Senate Joint Resolution 609 reported by Variety. I hate when people hide behind procedural votes mm. and little little like loopholes and things like that just to hide their racism, their sexism, their homophobia. Yeah. T.J. Osborne is an icon. I've interviewed him many times. He's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He's also really tall, too, um, and good-looking. But to come out as a gay man in that genre, to me, is... About as powerful as coming out of L- as Lil Nas X. A
0: thousand in some percent. Ways, in
2: some ways, even scarier uh, to be this established in your career well into your 30s and to come out of the closet is very different than being a 20-year-old and coming out of the closet. Right. Granted, the world of hip-hop, obviously not very open and accepting historically of um, homosexuality and other like alternative lifestyles, but either is the country music world. I'm more comfortable. I would be more comfortable walking into a room of all hip-hop artists. On any given night, than a room of all country music artists. A
0: thousand percent. That's
2: just me, and like I know those the country types. I grew up with them. Listen, they terrify I, me.
0: When I almost moved to Nashville, this was years ago. This would have been in two thousand nine. It was wild. It was not like a cool, fun place. It was like very homophobic, and it was in my experience. And I that was part of the reason why I didn't want to move there. Also, being Italian and Jewish, I was like, I'm not gonna live here. It may be different now, but clearly, it's not. Listen, it's coming out of Florida as well cuz this story we have audio for it. But imagine this moment. They're trying to pass a bill, all of these anti-trans bills and uh there was a particular vice mayor and she uh they I were mean, speaking Heather, Heather Muradas, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh they were having a, a discussion, and so a local business owner, Carvel Estril, is a black transgender woman, um, and she went to the meeting that was being had about these anti-trans bills, and she basically said, "Listen, like as a trans woman, it's really difficult. Like just speaking for the trans community." And Heather Moretis, uh, she challenged she, her, challenged her with this audio, and then we'll discuss. Have to look at people who also have this experience and and see what they say so as an athlete as an olympian you know she has this perspective i mean i'm looking at your body do you want to stand next to me and see how different you look i mean do you want to arm wrestle i mean i know you're stronger than yeah, me but guess what i don't
3: want to compete support not every trans woman that's that right. assumption again that's that right. republican well, assumption
0: I- but here's the thing Where the problem is, is that Heather was just talking about Caitlyn Jenner and Caitlyn Jenner coming out Mm -hmm. against trans men and women playing sports. Now, the reason that it's everyone, a lot of people were like, aren't you happy Caitlyn Jenner's running like she's a trans woman? And I was like, absolutely not. Her experience is nothing I assure you, that was Carvel's experience. She was born a cis male, white male, with that comes so much privilege around also the year that she was born, went on to be an Olympian, went on to marry uh, and be very successful on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, chose to leave to live her truth. We love that now living as a trans woman. But there's so much privilege in that mm-hmm. and then for her to go out and say the things that she said like I I I want to know Caitlyn Jenner like if she wanted to be a trans woman and then play in sports would she have wanted to be told no
2: yeah what yeah what if what if you had what if you had found your honesty and your courage at a younger age
0: like these would young you people then, are and if you
2: loved if you loved what you did so much as an athlete would you want the world to tell you no you can't do it yeah. That's a very valid question. This one, though, this case in uh, is it was, it was in Fort Lauderdale, this Florida City Commission. They had passed a resolution last week that it condemned the state legislature over their proposal uh, of an anti-transgender law designed to target uh, transgender youth athletes, right? And this woman, this vice mayor, she voted against that. So she didn't vote to condemn it. Uh, she sort of agreed with the establishment in the state of Florida. And in this conversation, it's really interesting because... Listen, I support our trans brothers and sisters all day, every day. Having said that, there needs to be a space created where we can have these conversations and where conservatives or people who maybe that doesn't always mean Republican, by the way. There are conservative Democrats. They exist. Where there is space for conversation. There's space for questions. Because I get it. I understand that. Because if you look at this woman, this trans woman, she's got broad shoulders and she looks, she has stature to her. And I think that was the question that maybe in a roundabout way this vice mayor was trying to get to. She's trying to say, listen, you want to stand next to each other? You look very different than me. Does that mean she looks different because she's trans? Maybe in this instance, yes. Are there other women, though, that are built just like this or bigger? Of course there are. So I think there needs to be space for uncomfortable conversation. The challenge is, in that space, will conservatives by and large you know the, the usually republicans who are legislating these these laws will they show up and ask the questions and will liberals allow them the space and give them the answers as opposed to saying you're just anti trans you're anti this anti that because i think oftentimes republicans feel that that's what democrats do and sometimes they're right and sometimes they're wrong yeah but
0: well I, there needs
2: to be space for these conversations I, and and allow the science and and that information to spread and then they'll know better.
0: Okay, well, I just want to end this conversation. Uh again, honoring we've discussed this many times, uh, Yahara Dialto, a trans woman who did so much mm. for pride events, who took care of victimic violence, who is believed to be the twenty-first trans or non-conforming person murdered in twenty twenty-one mm-hmm. so far. So in honor of her and the 21 people just this year, I really wish that people would educate themselves because they're dying. They uh, There needs to be more attention to that. Yeah, people got to
2: be willing to step into uncomfortable conversations yeah. and right, stay well, in them long enough to learn.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, coming up in better news, a little bad boy spent $2,600 on his mom's card when he went on Amazon, four years old. Find out what he bought and what his mom had to say coming up next.
2: Okay, so here's the thing. Here's I more, get importantly, myself, more importantly. More importantly, here's what? the thing. Oh, God. Here, she's going to reveal it. God, I love The you, things H. we talk Jacobson. about off air should be the show.
0: Here are the things. Listen, listen, I don't know if he says this to please me because he knows he's going to make me so happy. I said, I want to go to Miami in July, and I want to look at all the fake butts.
2: Because it's, why do you want to go to Miami in July? I'm going to be in Portugal.
0: Because it's Lisa's birthday. So we're
2: taking a week off vacation. Yes. And it's Lisa's birthday. And
0: I want to go to Versace Mansion I've never been.
2: Your lesbian lover, Lisa. My lesbian love. Just joining us.
0: Uh, six years. Holler. So I said, I want to look at all the fake butts. And I said, if I could afford a fake butt, I'd get a fake butt. And AJ said, he, he got this, like, twinkle in his eye, so I think he, like, knows that he's about to please me. He said, Wait, your butt's not fake? <laughs> and I said, AJ, everyone knows I go to the gym every day and work on my butt because I want it to be big and And then I and said, juicy. I just assumed
2: everything about you is fake.
0: I know, I know, but we knew that was a joke too. I know, he loves to mess with me, but you've pleased me so much on this Thursday, May 6th. I love you, man. So, okay, that's all. shall
2: we do this story?
0: Let's do it, honey.
2: Let's transition from Michaela Gordon's butt to a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, that's okay. appropriate, yes, right? Yes, yes. Well, so this young, this young man, this young king in the making- With
0: his little glasses on?
2: Decided to get on Amazon, his parents' Amazon account, and uh, spend some money
0: to the boy. tune of
2: six, two $2,600. Do you want to know what he spent Ugh. it on? What? SpongeBob SquarePants Popsicles. Why? $2,600? Oh, this young man lives in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, God. Um, and spent nearly three grand- uh, so, <laughs> a graduate school friend of the little boy's mom, though, told the, uh, the New York Post she set up a GoFundMe account on Monday to help co- cover this cost. A GoFund, not a GoFundMe account, to cover the cost of Spongebob Squarepants Pops. Well, he couldn't go-
0: send him back.
2: Why? Oh, because It was
0: non-refundable. <gasps>
2: That's so, wild. Yeah, he, and he,
0: he bought them and sent them to his aunt's house. This little sneaky devil.
2: Wait, so he spent twenty six
0: hundred dollars and sent them to his aunt. He's four. He
2: bought fifty one cases. That bad, bad boy. Guess how many popsicles that is. How many? Nine hundred and eighteen <laughs> popsicles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he's gonna get his money's worth. Well, they were able to raise over five thousand dollars, and I think it's so funny. <sighs> but more importantly, Howard. Ch- I literally come into work every day and can't get my charger to work on my computer. How are these little kids knowing how to use technology well, this his, way? His
2: mom, Katie Schloss, is a first-year master's degree candidate at NYU Silver School of Social Work. Uh, she's also she's a uh, she's a 44-year-old mother of three trying to make the most of her life, and her little kid gets on there and spends $2,600 on Amazon. I'll tell you, we've seen so many stories like this over the years of kids getting into their mom, their mom or dad's Amazon account because they have iPads. I feel like iPads are the culprit for most of this, or their iPhone. They get on there, and they want to play games on their parents' phone, right? So the parents unlock them, and then they spend all of this money. I no. I, amazon's trouble here's why amazon so, is trouble so a few so a few months ago my mom had told me after i think it's after christmas or something that she was looking up air fryers and i was like well, which one are you going to get she's like i don't know she goes this is like the nicest one but i don't I don't want to spend that kind of money so i was like well which one is that like if you had your dream air fryer mom which one would you get she's like oh well, this one it's incredible right but there's no way on earth i'm going to do that it was like three four hundred bucks right? It's a nice air fryer. It's one of those ones that sit on the countertop. That's also like a toaster oven slash air fryer slash what it's all digital, super fancy. So I'm like, okay, I'm obviously going to buy my mom this air fryer now because she really wants it. And it's a healthier alternative than frying with grease. And I want my mom to be healthy. So I go online and I'm going to buy the air fryer. And then I get a thing that says, save $50 or hundred dollars right now by applying for the Amazon credit card. I'm like, oh, cool, whatever. I'll do it. I apply for this thing. I get like a $27,000 credit limit. Okay, mind you, back in the day, I used to get like five hundred dollar credit limits on cards because I had no credit. Yeah. Well, now I have good credit. Yeah. So they give me a twenty seven thousand oh, dollar limit god. on an Amazon card that they automatically attach to my account. <gasps> Do you know how difficult that is?
0: Oh my I god! I can just go in there. Straight. Oh,
2: I just have to. I just click things all the time on Amazon, and things just show up. And no,
0: baby. And take
2: it a step further. My fiance works for Amazon. He hosts Amazon Prime's live streams multiple days a week. So at any given point, we have between 50 and 60 products in our spare room, which has now been converted into a studio. And so I watch him, and then I see these products, and we fall in love with them, but he doesn't get to keep them. Most of them he has to send back.
0: Lord. But then
2: I'm like, okay, I need that. I need that in my life. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. And I'm the one who's spending the money that he's making working for Amazon. They're smart.
0: They are smart. Well, so is this little four-year-old. I can't stand it. All
2: those, all that sugar.
0: All that. Sh- oh God, I know. A lot of popsicles. All right. Well, coming up, uh, my dear friend and friend to Channel Q, Todd Hall has made a huge introduction on Instagram, and we've got the details coming up next.
2: Love is in the air for one of our favorite guests and a member of our community, and Michaela has that story for you. It's a personal one for you, actually. Yeah. Uh, has that story and what's popping in just a moment, but first. What else is personal to you? What's more personal than your hometown? Las Vegas.
0: Come on. Let's well, open Love for business. see it, baby. And
2: Channel Q is giving you the chance to get down to business poolside with Tiesto. Head over to WeAreChannelQ.com right now for your chance to win round-trip airfare for you and a friend, plus a two-night stay at the brand-new Resorts World Las Vegas. While we're at it, why don't we just throw in two VIP passes to enjoy a set by Tiesto at the IU Day Club at Resorts World Las Vegas. Again, head over to WeAreChannelQ.com right now for your chance to enter and win. Now, Michaela Gordon, I love the story. I'm happy for him. What's popping?
0: Okay, so it's breaking news to so many. Tantric Hall has a new boyfriend. Somebody has Nails, stolen his Nails, heart, Nails, and after a year Nails, of dating, he took Nails. to Instagram. Hey. And said, I'd like to introduce you all to the man who has stolen my heart. A few days ago, after over a year of back and forth dating through COVID, I asked him to be my boyfriend. He screamed really high, then said, yes, it's been six years since I've officially been in a relationship. And it's so unbelievably difficult for people to gain my trust. But this man has stuck it out and been so incredibly patient with me. You know, it's so funny because I saw this post live in live time. I've met David. And... It's wild that this is like breaking news or a what's popping or on queer tea. Like to me, I'm like my friend just made a very normal announcement, like many people do. Like I'm in a relationship, but when Todrick does it, it's like yeah. breaking news.
2: Yeah, it's not easy to get into his inner circle. Todrick's very guarded. Uh, he has a lot of associates in his life, but not a lot of really, really close friends. Yeah.
0: Well, the last relationship he had was six years ago. Jesse, who I I adored, um, and uh, Jesse is so great and wonderful and doing. It. There's friends, but Todrick has a really hard time finding a boyfriend. I think it's with all of the traveling and with all of just like life, you know, it's hard to settle he's down. A,
2: he's also a very specific type of energy. You have to be a very, very specific, high energy, patient, nurturing type of person to be in a relationship with Todric. He's just a genius. He's one of those people. It's like dating like a Billy Porter or somebody like you have to be very you have to be steady. I feel like you have to be very kind. You have to be patience is a big, 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 big Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And um, Everybody has their match and I hope this is I hope this is Todd Ricks. I, adore I do him. too.
0: I know. He's been wanting this for a long time. You know, he just bought his first home, which is so beautiful. He's getting ready to launch some incredible uh, new things that he's doing. But I will say, I think that he's always been so wild and crazy boy because he is a genius. But over the years, particularly this year, he's changed a lot. He's sort of done a lot of self-work and a little bit of therapy, and I don't know if maybe that's toned him down as far as what it's like alone time. Yeah. But you know, I I think that uh, the, I mean, the pandemic changed so much for so many well, people. I also,
2: I also think that he found more of a purpose this last year too, buying a home as a queer black man and creating generational wealth. Yes, uh, I feel like he's thinking about legacy maybe for the first time and this is just speculation and and from speaking with him on our show a couple of times but it seems like the stuff he's doing this year he's just really elevated himself and so hopefully he found a partner uh that is on that journey with him and that is elevated with him so kudos to you todra congratulations
0: absolutely all right you guys well coming up uh i love this topic fake it till you make it i actually think it's problematic and i'm going to convince you why it is coming up next
2: Welcome back to the Morning Beat this hour. We're talking this concept of fake it till you make it. We're going to bring on our marriage and family therapist, James Gay, uh, to break down why it could work for some. Maybe it's not so healthy for others. I think that Michaela and I have very different viewpoints on this concept. Yes. And we're going to debate them. To the death.
0: We sure are. This
2: hour. Then we're going to wrap things up, as we always do, with some inspirational stories and tell me something good to send you off into your day with some love and light in your heart. Uh, But before we do all that positive stuff... It's time for news on the beat, which is not so positive. What do you have for us? It's, it is what it it's is. It's a mixed bag.
0: Members of the World Trade Organization have discussed a proposal to waive intellectual property rights for COVID-19 vaccines and treatments, a step many world leaders say is the best way to boost vaccine access for developing nations. Rich nations have bought up a lot of the global uh, vaccine supply, leading to declining case numbers and a slow return to normalcy. The U.S. is now fully vaccinated 32% of its population, and experts say authorization of the Pfizer vaccine for young teens will help get the country closer to herd immunity. Meanwhile, skyrocketing cases in Nepal are heightening fears that the country could soon face an outbreak on par with the crisis in India. Now, in other news, uh, the Paycheck Protection Program, a core element of the U.S. government's economic relief agenda, is officially exhausted weeks before its planned closure at the end of this month. The program reopened in January with an additional $284 billion for first-time borrowers and some second loans for those who participated in last year's first round. And the Small Business Administration said more than eight million small businesses by the program. The SBA will keep taking some new applications from undeserved areas. Meanwhile, President Biden is promoting the new Restaurant Revitalization Fund. The twenty-eight point six billion dollar program was established as part of Biden's massive COVID nineteen relief package and will provide money to match restaurants' pandemic-related revenue losses. All right, this story is not. Cool at all. Uh, a vice mayor in Florida is facing resounding criticism after she challenged a trans woman to an arm wrestle during a discussion on anti trans legislation. Heather Moretis, vice mayor of Fort Lauderdale, was challenged by Carvel, a striplet, on her decision to vote against a motion condemning anti trans bills in the state. The motion, which was introduced in response to two anti trans bills currently making their way through the Florida legislature, was passed. Three to one at a city commission meeting on tuesday uh a striplet told the meeting you have to understand as a trans woman we face discrimination we are demonized we are constantly ridiculed it's so disgusting right now that the conservative movement is going after trans women to which heather moretis had this to say i have to look at people who also have this experience and and see what they say so as an athlete as an Olympian, you know, she has this perspective. I mean, I'm looking at your body. Do you want to stand next to me and see how
3: different you look? I mean, do you want to arm wrestle? I mean, I know you're stronger than me. Hey, but guess what? I don't want to compete in support. Not every trans woman. That's that right. assumption again. That's that Republican right. well, I assumption.
0: Yeah, I, I here's the thing, though. I didn't... I do not actually... Listen, I do not like Heather Moranis. I'm not into it at all. And that's why I think the Caitlyn Jenner is so problematic. But I do want to understand...
1: Yeah, you should more not be getting of the
0: audio. Carvel just said.
2: Yeah, you should not be getting all of your all of your uh, reference points on trans athletes from Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, that like, is mm, that is the fault of the vice mayor try here. to tell, she did say if you listen to the extended audio though, she did say she's like, I want to understand this better. I do want to understand this better. I want to have more information. And and this this trans woman is saying, look, I don't want to be an athlete. Don't make the assumption. I don't think it's fair to say that's a GOP assumption necessarily because i know a lot of people of all yeah. political parties who have questions about trans athletes i get it there needs to be a space to have these conversations but there's also science and information out there for people if they're willing to actually learn and a educate themselves
0: percent. a thousand percent or let's do a little weather oh we still have a lot of time don't we justin great Wow, well, michaela you wanna do you want to do another story
2: let's do it let's, let's spin the wheel and find out what story you land on
0: well i'm going to i'm hitting social media
2: we don't have a wheel either
0: You should make a wheel for me. We do spin a wheel.
2: Okay, so Justin, let's just spin this wheel. Okay, you ready for it? So if it lands on, there's red, green, blue, and yellow. Okay, ready for this? Okay, okay. And I'm going to pick your story for you. Okay. What color did it land on, Justin? Yellow. Okay, your yellow story today is How About. Ooh, Facebook's insight committee. <laughs> did you do that one yet?
0: Yeah, I did, but I'm gonna do it you, now in this did, hour. Yeah,
2: that was really good. I think our listeners really need to know about it.
0: Oh, I'm about to. Also, <laughs> I just wanna give you guys a little insight right now. I don't know what's happening. My allergies are bugging <laughs> You're out. Struggling. My nose is burning so badly right now. Is anybody in this room dealing with this?
2: Allergies have been wild for me for the last month.
0: I'm having like a nightmare. It's really great here.
2: for a voice on a, a radio. Yeah, we platform. love that. Yeah. I,
0: I already have an easily voice, like I don't need help with that. But somehow my nose being congested. Read the as story,
2: well. you know, Michaela.
3: I think we have one more story, and that's what's going on in Vegas, right, AJ? Oh, do yeah, you want to no, just? Vegas? Oh, we're just, just gonna skip, skip to it. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> let's
2: head right to Vegas, where it's a high of 99 degrees today, Michaela Gordon, which you would have told our listeners had you been able to breathe, uh, but you can't because of your allergies. So here we are. Las Vegas is open. For for business and Channel Q is giving you the chance to get down to business poolside with Tiesto. Head over to WeAreChannelQ.com for your chance to win a trip to Las Vegas, including round trip airfare for two and an epic two night stay at the all new Resorts World Las Vegas, Plus because this is how we roll here at Channel Q. We're going to throw in two VIP passes to get some Vegas sun poolside and catch Tiesto set at IU Day Club at Resorts World Las Vegas. The odds are forever in your favor. Yes. Go over to WeAreChannelQ.com right now for your chance to win. Now, here's your vibe of the day. One day, you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through, and it will be someone else's survival guide. I love that. If you can get through this this final hour in spite of your allergies, that's an inspirational story for someone, Michaela. We'll
0: see. We'll see. All right, you guys, coming up, faking it till you make it. It's, it's been advice that we've been given, but I actually think it's really problematic, and we're going to discuss why coming up next.
2: It is time for yeah, telling Me down, Something Good. There. there it is. Live radio, anything can happen. I'm going to start off By introducing you to a young woman by the name of Lyric. Lyric Wise is her name. Now, she is graduating at the top of her high school class. Uh, She's a member of the National Honor Society, will be the class salutatorian. Uh, And she's had a rough go at it, though. Uh, Growing up in Philadelphia, she lost her father a few years ago uh, to cancer, I believe. When the pandemic hit last year, her mom really struggled uh, to keep the family afloat, which is why this story is so fantastic. Now, she was one of four high school students competing for a $10,000 scholarship award uh, to the College of Her Choice from the early morning show, Good Morning America. We all know it and we love it, right? Yes. Robin Roberts. Love. She was the one handling the segment. Well, together with the with uh, Tallow, Good Morning America partnered up and decided to surprise her on air and not only tell her that she won $10,000 to the College of Her Choice, but that they were covering an additional $40,000 scholarship, giving her $50,000 live on air she is the first generation high school graduate. Let's just let's just think about that for a moment. Not just a college graduate, first from her family here in the United States yes. to graduate high school, and did it as the salutatorian. Talk about talk about knowledge as power and and the value of an education. We oftentimes take it for granted. But you immigrate to this country, and, and you have a very different perspective, I think, on life sometimes. And she has excelled at every step of the way. She's going to be heading to a Drexel University with that scholarship. So kudos to you, Lyric. I love that name, Lyric, too. I
0: do, too. I love it. <clears throat> okay, well, this story is amazing because a uh, major general— Tammy Smith is retiring after 35 years of service, which already is amazing. Kudos, of course. But she was one of the very first out major generals um, and lived her life very authentically. Um, and it's incredible because this September marks the 10th anniversary of the end of the ban on lesbians, gay men, and bisexuals in the military that dates back to World War II, and so uh, she was able to come out. Thirty-five years of decorated service is a survivor through all of that, and um, uh, I think it's just so incredible. It's already being—it's already hard being a woman mm. in the military, and then to be an out woman just. Is incredible. So congratulations. Well,
2: how about this? Even bugs are now going non-binary. The story is really fascinating. So a couple of researchers from a university in Germany and also from Yale University uh, have discovered a brand new species of ant. Uh, They found this ant in the luscious tropical forest of Ecuador. Um, And it's a it's a miniature trap jaw ant is the variety, but it's the first of its kind they've ever found. And this is where it gets kind of cool. They've given a scientific name ending in they to honor, honor gender diversity. Now, typically, um, when species are named, uh, uh, like 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 uh, little creatures, like new things or insects are found, right. they're either named with an a e at the end if they're female, or an i if they're male. Uh, but they decided to name this one. <laughs> give me give me twelve tries to get this right, and I'll never get it right. Uh, Strumiginous a earths aerth- they. A they, I know maybe. exactly what you said. But they put a they on the end of it to be non-binary for the ant, as opposed to auto- automatically assigning a male or a female gender to it because they wanted to be inclusive.
0: Oh, I love oh, that. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I'm sure
2: Fox News will get mad about it of for some reason. Of course they
0: will. Caitlyn Jenner is not happy about Definitely this. Definitely not. It's her first line of attack.
2: There it is. She's
0: mad. <sighs> We're mad at you, Caitlin Jenner, so we don't care what you think. Um, um, Well, that's the end of our show. As always, thank you so much for listening. Tomorrow's Friday. We have a great show for you. If you missed anything, don't forget you can always go to odyssey.com and download um, us as a podcast. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?